This podcast is intended to give you a brief introduction into the changes to IR35 procedures that are intended to be brought about by the provisions of the Finance Bill 2017. For the legislatively minded, you can find the detail and draft legislation in Schedule 1 to the Finance Bill 2017. In essence, these changes mean that where services are provided to a public authority through an intermediary, then it is the public authority that will take the decision as to whether IR35 applies or does not apply. In this context, a public authority means a public authority as defined by the Freedom of Information Act 2000 or in Scotland the Freedom of Information Scotland Act 2002. This will include government departments, local authorities, schools, universities, the BBC and of course the NHS amongst others. I think it's important to understand at this point that the determinants as to whether IR35 applies or does not apply are not changing. It is simply the person who makes the decision that is changing. Currently, where services are provided through an intermediary, typically a personal service company, it is the personal service company that decides for itself whether it thinks IR35 applies to the contract. Under the new rules, it will be the public authority that decides whether IR35 applies. But the underlying determinants are not changing. The what might be described as badges of employment remain the same. So the factors taken into account such as personal service, such as control, mutuality of obligations, all of those remain exactly the same. It is just the decision maker which is changing. If the public authority decides that IR35 does apply to the contract, then PAYE and national insurance will be deducted from payments to the intermediary. The person responsible for actually making those deductions will be whoever pays the intermediary, which might be the public authority, but often there will be a chain involving typically an agency or possibly an umbrella company. So whoever is described as the fee payer, whoever pays the intermediary at the bottom of the chain is responsible for deducting the tax and national insurance. There is also to be a change in the way that the deemed payment for PAYE and national insurance is calculated. Those of you who are familiar with the current IR35 rules will know that a 5% deduction can be taken from payments received under the contract at the outset. Under these new public authority rules there will be no 5% deduction. PAYE will be applicable to the full amount of the payment less only amounts in respect of materials 
and, if appropriate, any expenses which had been incurred by the worker and which would qualify for tax relief had that worker actually been an employee of the public authority. This, of course, does not include travel to and from the assignment with the public authority. It will only include travel after having arrived at the public authority contract. Having calculated the deemed payment, the worker is then treated as if they had been employed by the person making the deemed direct payment. So tax and national insurance will be deductible and the fee payer will be liable to pay employers national insurance also. In making the deemed payment, the fee payer will apply PAYE and national insurance as if the worker were their employee. This means normal PAYE procedures will apply, so a new starter form should be completed, but as the worker will typically already have an employment with their own personal service company, they're going to be able to tick statement C on the new starter form and that will result in basic rate tax, BR tax code, being applied by the fee payer. At the end of the contract, the fee payer will provide a P45 to the individual worker. Or alternatively, if their contract is still continuing, a P60 will be issued to the individual worker at the end of the tax year. The worker will then report information from the P45 and or P60 on their self-assessment tax return on an employment income page. To go back to the decision-making process for a moment, the public authority will decide whether IR35 does or does not apply to the contract. If the public authority then goes on to directly make the payment, then it will apply PAYE as necessary, but often there will be a chain of intermediaries, including perhaps an agency or umbrella company. So the public authority should tell the agency or umbrella company what its decision is in relation to IR35. Specifically, on being requested the public authority must tell the next person in the chain within 31 days what their decision is regarding IR35. If the public authority fails to do so, then it will become liable for any subsequent PAYE and national insurance that may be due. At this stage it might be important to note that there's no formal appeal process but there is nothing to stop the individual worker or his intermediary from making representations to the public authority uh, in order for them to help in the decision whether IR35 applies or not. Questions to our tax advice line so far indicate that many public authorities have already written or are in the process of writing to their subcontractors to tell them that they think IR35 is likely to apply. So 
there is some short time available to make representations back to the public authority to try and persuade them that IR35 does not apply. As I said earlier, in making the decision about IR35, the determinants, the badges of employment, have not changed. However, of course, public authorities don't have a great deal of expertise or experience in this matter, so HMRC has made available an updated version of the Employment Status Indicator through their website, which can be used to input information about the contract and which will give a decision as to whether it thinks IR35 does or does not apply. In principle, this is a very good idea. In practice, we have found that the Revenue Status Indicator is not a precise tool. It is something of a blunt instrument and we don't think that it takes sufficient account of certain factors, especially mutuality of obligations and its questioning in relation to the control factors are also insufficiently detailed. We therefore think that it may not always be a conclusive uh, determinant of the employment status. So an adverse result from the employment status tool isn't the end of the line by any means. Clients may be advised to get a proper professional independent review of their contractual position. Krona TaxWise is able to conduct such reviews and not only can we give you an opinion as to whether IR35 should apply, we may also be able to suggest amendments to the contractual wording and terms so that IR35 doesn't apply. If you may be interested in having a contract review undertaken, visit our website at www.cronataxwise.com for further details. If you are unable to persuade the public authority that IR35 shouldn't apply, then PAYE and national insurance will be suffered before payment is made to the intermediary. In this context, I'm assuming the intermediary is going to be a personal service company because in the main, that's what they tend to be. So the personal service company will bring in the net income received for corporation tax purposes and amendments are being made to the Corporation Tax Act 2009 to provide that a deduction will be available up to the amount of the net payment received except that this deduction will be reduced so as not to create a loss. So the good news is that at least there will be no corporation tax payable. The bad news is that unless there are any other contracts to which IR35 does not apply, there will be no money in the personal service company from which to pay dividends. So the net amount received by the personal service company can flow straight through and out to the worker with no further tax or national insurance deduction. The PSC can pay out the money as salary and will need to do an RTI return but there will be a box on the RTI return to show salary not subject 
to tax and national insurance. If you like, the payment has already been franked by the prior deduction. Clients might need to re-examine whether it is still worthwhile having a personal service company. If there are no contracts outside of IR35, if everything is going to be subjected to both PAYE and national insurance, then what is the point of having the personal service company? The latest version of the Finance Bill 2017 provides that the intermediary, whether corporate or otherwise, is not required to bring the amount of the deemed payment into account in calculating the profits of the trade. This means that it will have no profit for corporation tax, but also that it is unlikely to have an allowable loss. But what are the alternatives? The individual might think to himself, well, I'll go to the public authority, tell them I'm not going to go through my own company anymore, and I'd like to become an employee directly, please. This, of course, would give them the benefits of employment rights, holiday pay, sick pay, etc. But it's not as simple as that. The public authority may not want to take them on as an employee because the reason they wanted them going through an intermediate in the first place was so that they could use them and then drop them when they weren't needed. Higher daily rates might have been paid, but this is because it's intended to compensate for the lack of employment rights. So the public authority may not want the client as an employee. And again, questions to our helpline suggest that that is the case in a large proportion of, uh, of the clients we deal with. Public authorities are suggesting that if you don't want to go through a personal service company, then you're going to have to find another intermediary to go through, maybe an agency or maybe an umbrella company, both of whom, of course, are going to take a cut from payments under the contract. Some clients may be in the happy position of just simply deciding that they don't need the hassle of working through public authorities and go and take their work elsewhere in the private sector where the normal IR35 rules, if I can call them that, continue to apply. Others may not be so lucky and those who derive all of their income from work provided to public authorities may find that they have no choice but to either keep their personal service company going or find an alternative intermediary through which to provide their services. These new rules represent a sea change in IR35 procedures. If you'd like further advice, if you're a client of Krona TaxWise, then call our tax and payroll helpline. We would be happy to discuss the provisions in more detail. If you're not a client, but would still like to talk to us or get more information or consider having a review of your contractual provisions, then visit our website at www.cronataxwise.com for further details of our consultancy services.